Please be seated for the moment. Good Shepherd Sunday always falls on the fourth Sunday of Easter. Today we have been reminded again of the goodness of the Good Shepherd, even as we have just read Psalm 23. He had already given us all things that pertains to life. So we are grateful that our Good Shepherd is always abiding with us. But it's on this segment of these chapters that we have just read, chapter 10, it's always uh, the reading of the Gospel on the fourth Sunday. The first 10 verses describes that Jesus is the gate through which the good she uh, the shepherd uh, enters in. Then the next describes about the shepherd's willingness to lay down his life for the sheep. In today's passage, we learn how that the shepherd's voice identifies which sheep belongs to the shepherd. Okay, even though our theme for today, Jesus resurrected, the good shepherd resurrected, follow his voice. The scene that we are reading this day, verse 22, says, Night was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's perch. Why was John put these uh, thoughts in our gospel reading concerning the Feast of Dedication and he was walking in the Solomon's perch? Story is that when Antiochus IV defiled the temple, you can read that in First Maccabees, in the book of Apocrypha, how that he defiled the temple and also offered an offering besides also the altar, which God made his offering. So the temple was defiled, the altar was defiled, and when it was uh, being taken again, they dedicate the temple. So it was the feast of the dedication in Jerusalem. And it was winter. And Jesus was walking in the temple in Solomon's porch. Solomon's porch is where the story that you can read, how that Solomon made his amazing judgment when these two women came to him and asked for judgment because the son of the other women died and the son of the other lives. But what the other women did is that they, he, she made ex an exchange of son. He gave the death, the dead one to the other one and has taken away the live one and take it with, with her. And they brought the matter to King Solomon. And it was there that Solomon made his judgment, amazing judgment, righteous judgment. 
And so Jesus was walking in this purge. Also, the early verses we can see here how that he has also says that he came to bring judgment to the world. So here in this passage, the Jews then came and surrounded him and said to him, How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. So here again, the Jews. The Jews who did not follow him. The Jews who did not believe in him. Came to him. And said to him, Tell us plainly, if you are the Christ, how long do you keep us in doubt? We can see here, again, the test of the identity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, after his baptism, the devil tests him about his identity also. How that Satan says, if you are the Christ, command that the stones become bread. You are the Son of God. If you are the Son of God, do this and do that. So the devil is trying to tempt and to question his identity. And here also the Jews came and wanted to ask him of his true identity, of who he is. If he is the Christ, tell us plainly. Is the question simple to say and to answer, yes, I am the Christ, or I am not the Christ? Is it answerable by that? It is answerable. But Jesus did not answer them plainly again. What they asked the Lord Jesus Christ. But Jesus answered in verse 25, I told you, and you do not believe. Jesus Christ already shows, and he's been telling that he is the Christ, he is the Son of God. As the word says, so he is. But they did not believe Jesus Christ. Is it that they did not believe Jesus Christ, or... They don't like what the Lord Jesus Christ is doing. Because they thought that the Messiah, the Redeemer, the Christ, that would come to save is someone who would use might, power, and authority. That is what they are expecting from Christ. So that's why they hailed him as king. So that they might force him to act as a king. To deliver them from the hand and from the oppression of Rome. But Jesus Christ did not use his might. Did not use his power and his authority physically. But we know in the cross, 
they're the divine exchange. It's not just the physical state of man that he has redeemed, but also the condition of man's life, spirit, soul, and body. So this is the Jews coming to him and asking him plainly to tell him if he is the Christ. Remember also when John came to him through his disciples, why not ask the Lord if he is truly the Christ or should we wait for another? Jesus could tell his disciples, yes, I am the Christ. But again, Jesus Christ did not answer his disciples or John plainly that he is the Christ. But what Jesus Christ tells John's disciple, he says, what does the scripture say? What is it that I am doing and what is it that has been written concerning Christ, concerning the Messiah? The blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the mute speak, the dead are raised. So again, Jesus Christ brings them to the scriptures. And Jesus Christ here telling these Jews who come to him and asking him to, to tell them plainly if he is the Christ. But Jesus answers, I told you already, but you do not believe. But Jesus Christ says, continue. He continues saying this, The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Again, the, the Lord Jesus Christ tells them about the work that he is doing. What is it that is written about Christ? What is it that is written about the Messiah? So that is what Jesus Christ is telling these people. What did Moses say about the Messiah? What did the prophet Isaiah say about the Messiah? The works that I do, they bear witness of me, that I am as what I am claiming I am, the Messiah. That is what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling them. I know my identity. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling them. I know I am Christ. I know that I am the Messiah. I know that I am the sent one. Jesus Christ is telling them, this is who I am. I am doing the works, what I hear, what, I, what the Father tells me. Because this is the work of the Savior. This is the work of the Messiah. So this is what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling them. The works that I do, they speak plainly of who I am. But Jesus says, told you already, but you do not believe. Even he continued in verse 26, but you do not believe because of what? Verse 26, it says, you do not believe 
because you are not of my sheep. Now, here the Lord also is telling these people, I am a shepherd, and my sheep hears my voice. These Jews who came to him, the Jews who do not follow and who do not believe in Jesus Christ. There are Jews who are following the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that he is the Messiah. But these are those who do not believe. So that's why Jesus Christ is telling them, you do not believe because you are not my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. So Jesus Christ is telling them, I know my identity. I am the Christ. I am the Messiah. I am the Good Shepherd, as Psalm 23 says. But who are you? He is telling also these people who are asking his identity, questioning his identity. I know I am the Good Shepherd. And I know my sheep, they hear my voice, and they follow me. Simply what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling these people who come to him, questioning him, is that you are not my sheep. If you are my sheep, you will listen to me and follow me. But you are not following me, and you are not listening to me. You are not hearing my voice. That it was the Lord Jesus Christ telling them. The identity of the true sheep of Jesus Christ is that we hear him, we listen to him, and we follow him. We don't listen to the voice of the world. We don't listen to the ways of the world. God has his own way. The world has its own way. That's why one of the letters also of John, he says, the love of this world is enmity against God. Because love of God and love of the world, they're not going to come together. They have their own separate ways. It is either that we are going to listen and to follow the voice of the Good Shepherd and to follow the ways of the world. Which way are we going to follow? And to whom shall we identify ourselves? To the voice of the world or to the voice of the Good Shepherd? So Jesus Christ is telling us, My sheep hears my voice. To whom shall we then be identified? Because this is what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling these people who come to him, questioning him about his identity. Also, the identity of a true sheep listens, hears, and it says here, follow him. 
Him only we follow. Him only we obey. If you want to be known as the sheep of Jesus Christ, now listen to this. What did the Lord Jesus Christ tell us about his true sheep? And a good shepherd also gives us that security. Verse 28, And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out from my Father's hand. Question is, is this statement true or not? Yes, because the Lord Jesus Christ says, this is the Father telling us, no one can snatch them out of his hand. Not even the enemy. Not even Satan. Right? But who can? Who can snatch us out of the hand of God? If the devil cannot, who then? Jesus Christ says here, the sheep listens, follow, and obey him. If we continually listen, if we continually follow and obey the voice of the Good Shepherd, no one can snatch us out of his hand. But if we choose to disobey, we choose not to listen and to follow the voice of the Good Shepherd, we are the one who is walking away from that hand of God. So who can? The devil or us? It's us, it's our decision, it's our choice. Because when we continually listen, obey and follow the voice of the Good Shepherd, we will remain under His protection. And no one will be able to snatch us out of His hand. But only us who can do that. If we choose not to follow, not to listen, not to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. So this is what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling us. We know who Christ is. He died for us. He suffered at the cross for us. He rose from the grave for us. We know Him as our Savior, as our Lord, as our Messiah. Let us also know who we are in Him. Are we the sheep who listens to Him, follow Him, and obey Him? Or are we, would say, the goat who will be set aside because this goat does not listen, follow, and obey the Good Shepherd? If we know Christ, let us not just know Him by words, by my mind, but let us know him by our commitment. Let us know him by our life, following him and obeying him. He is the good shepherd. 
says that we are to follow him. It is our job. It is our job to follow him. The job of the good shepherd tells us where we should go, tells us what to do. And it's our job to follow him. So stand.